So I'd love to talk a little bit about hypervigilance because it's something that I have. And when I was able to really recognize it, oh my gosh, how much energy came back Mm -hmm. to me, not being in someone else's mind or thought, Mm -hmm. you know, just all over the space, feeling safe. Mm -hmm. And I think from the community that that we really work with, there are a lot of people that are deep fillers, that are people that really can relate to that. So I'd love to talk about that, how that manifests and what it looks like. So I talk about five different origin wounds in the book. I talk about worthiness, belonging, prioritization, trust, and safety. And when I sat down to, I was like, started writing out like all the different wounds that we could all possibly have, right? And I felt like I got probably the majority of the human experience, I think, can really fall under these wounds. And when we think about hypervigilance, the first two that come to mind are the absence of safety and the absence of trust, right? So when we don't have those experiences, what happens for us as little humans is we have to become hypervigilant, right? So when there is an absence of safety, and that might be when we're talking about safety and the absence of it, we're also talking often about the presence of abuse. So emotional, psychological, physical, sexual, we're talking about negligence, we're talking about recklessness, right? It's a very tender wound. And we know that hypervigilance comes from, we think about trust, okay, betrayal, deceit, lies, whether it was directed at us or whether it was directed at someone that we love, right? It's like, okay, I have to constantly keep an eye out for the betrayal, for the deceit, for the lies, for the withholding. And so those are the first two that come to mind. You talked about perfectionism, which often falls in the worthiness wound, right? So worthiness, okay, am I deserving? Am I good enough? Am I worthy of da-da-da-da-da-da? And so in worthiness, there is a lot of conditional love. So for the perfectionists out there, for the people pleasers, for the comic relief, for the performers, right? Like the people who are like, okay, I am worth, yeah. (laughs) Like Like you just read my whole bio. Uh Right. That's where you learned that I needed to be perfect Mm -hmm. in order to be valuable, that I needed to be perfect in order to be loved, that I needed to be a people pleaser or a performer in order to get attention, validation, peace, calm in a family, that there is a condition for the thing that I need. Or there's a condition for the thing that a sibling. And so when that is what's established early on, it's so easy for us to maintain that role throughout life. And so, yeah, it's like our worthiness resides in that. And I think to step away for some people are like, oh, my gosh, like the idea of allowing messiness to come forward yeah. and allowing imperfection to come forward. Right, is disappoint like, people. Disappoint people, right? Like not say the quote unquote right thing yeah. or the thing that people want to hear or, 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 you know, it's like, oh, yeah. And I learned really early on that it's, there's a, there's more layers to this and we'll probably get to it. But when I was a teenager with my dad, if I was easygoing, if I was just like really pleasant, easygoing, then love, connection, tension, validation, all of those things were there. And in the moments where I was more difficult, maybe I'd speak out on something or you wouldn't like what I had to say, then the behavior would shift and I would get punished by getting the silent treatment, sometimes days, sometimes weeks on end. And that was a, it was an experience that it confirmed something else that had already been established, 
but it let me know that my worthiness was tied to my easygoingness, that my worthiness, which was attached to attachment, connection, love, presence, all of the things, was connected to me not expressing myself, me not sharing when I didn't like something or was affected by something. And when my parents started their divorce process when I was in first grade, it was like so chaotic, yeah. so much conflict, right? There was just a lot that was going on. And I saw the two people I loved, the two adults in my life crashing and burning. And as a little human, I was like, okay, they're not doing well, so I need to be okay. I need to be fine. I need to be unaffected because there's no room for me to not be. And whether that was true or not, that was just my perspective as a little human. And I decided to just show up in the world like nothing bothered me. I was fine. I was good. And so that was a part of the layer where then later on when I started to see, uh-oh, when I'm difficult, right, when I do express something that I don't like, then boom, love gets taken or I get punished in that way. That really supported that original role that I had been in. And it wasn't until my late 20s, I was dating someone. I really thought there was a future with this guy. His ex came back into the picture. She wanted to be back with him. And he was trying to decide if he was going to go back to dating her or stay in the relationship with me. And if you think about the role that I had taken, taken on as a little girl and what I've just shared about expressing it's yourself it's fine it's fine just keep me posted yeah just keep, i mean <laughs> legit i mean legit it's like a bit it's cringy all good. it's all good it's hard you know it's like now with perspective i'm like oh boy but i mean in the moment right and totally. i'm sure there's people listening to this who are in this you know who get this it's like of course yeah i, I understand take your time I'm I'm all good. You know, I, I get and the therapist part of me is like, I know that there's context and, you know, I'm like centering his yeah, experience dude. of all of this. Right. And and then I'm existing, obviously not OK. I'm talking to a friend and it all clicks in and I'm like, it's like 20 years earlier where I'm still pretending like I'm fine and unaffected by the things that are deeply affecting. And this might seem so simple to some people. But I think it's sometimes in these very simple moments, right, where the most profound shift and life-changing shifts happen. I remember calling him up and saying, I actually am really deeply affected by what's going on and I'm not okay with it. It doesn't feel respectful. You know, they're spending time together, everything. That was the end of it. And I'd love to pretend like it was this deeply empowering moment. I was like, yeah, I told you, you know, it wasn't. You I stomped I, away you know, in like, your heels. Cry. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I cried in the bathroom for you know, months afterwards. Right. But it was this moment, I think, where I saw that the origin pain, right, that was ruling my life that had really forced me to pretend like I was unaffected, that everything was fine. You need to be easygoing. I had taken on the cool girl persona. Mm. I was the girl, you know, I was a... I was a dude's girl, you know, it was like, that's how, what I thought I yes. was. It's like, I'm down for everything. And like, I have yeah. no boundaries. And like, how cool yes. am I? Right. Like, don't you want to be with me? Cause I have no boundaries. Like that's so easy. And I was never, you know, able to express that I was actually affected by things. And until this moment, and that's where it's like, you have to understand that when someone who has never said, I'm not okay, says I'm not okay. That is wild. That is life changing. Thank you so much for tuning in to Morning Microdose by Almost 30. We hope you enjoyed waking up. As always, we encourage you to take what resonates and leave the rest. If you enjoyed this trip, tune into the full episode on the Almost 30 podcast. 
All episode information can be found in the show notes. Make sure to subscribe. And if this becomes a part of your morning routine, be sure to share it with a friend. We have new inspiring doses Monday through Friday. Follow us on Instagram at Morning Microdose and follow Almost 30 at Almost 30 Podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the vortex.